Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston. I'm the co-host of the program. Charlie's not here because this is a Dumb Bleep Recap episode. That's right. You know it. Every single week, we bring in, I don't know, maybe 10 of the dumbest things that happened that week. And then the people in the live group who joined up via joingml.com, they get to vote on what the dumbest thing is. And then at the end of the year, we bring it all together, tournament style, to decide what the dumbest thing said was in the entire year. It is a big deal, and it is always a very popular episode. So what we're going to do in this episode, and many more like it, we are going to play you the time that we spent talking about this on the Dumb Leap episode, and this is going to be broken down. These episodes are going to be broken down by month. Once we decide what the winner per month is, there will not be a winner decided in this recap episode. All of that voting will take place in our private Discord server, which you can get to by going to joingml.com. We will decide what the winner of the month is. Then we will divide those by quarter, the winner of Q1, 2, 3, and 4. We'll go together in the final four to decide what the dumb leap of the year is. Coming up on December 30th, I believe it'll be next Friday. So enjoy listening to the recap. It's always fun to go back and see how we were talking about specific things almost a year ago and remember some of the dumb that occurred. Have fun. This is a Washington Post journalist on MSNBC, Michelle Singletary, very concerned about people dealing with inflation right now. So let's hear just how concerned she is. Listen up, everyone, because you're part of the problem also. It shows 38% of Americans say they would rather see a recession than the inflation that we're dealing with. I mean, I read that to mean more than a third of Americans are so pressed by what they're having to pay for gas, for food, everyday items, rent, that they'd rather see a recession. Is that where we are right now? There There is a great deal of Americans where it is uncomfortable that they're spending more, but they are not going to go under. You you got to stop complaining when there's so many people who literally the inflation rate means they may only have two meals instead of three. There are Americans who did extremely well in the last two years in the market. You still have your job. And yeah, it's costing you more for gas. But guess what? You're still going to take that holiday, that 4th of July vacation. You could still eat out. So I'm going to need you to calm down and back off because it feeds into this fear. And then this fear feeds into people making decisions that creates the very thing that they are fearful of. And if you're in that category, calm down. 
Stop looking at your portfolio. And you know what you can do with all that energy? Help other people. Help put some food on the table in somebody else's house because you have extra. Now, the other half of America, anything that we can do to help them, to get to the job that they need to keep, to put that food on their table, those are the folks that we need to concentrate on. And if they are responding to this survey saying that they're afraid, I get that. But overall, many Americans are not suffering as much as they think they are. And and we can think things into existence because we are unrealistically fearful of something that hasn't happened yet. We don't know if we're in a recession yet. Inflation is high, but it's high for a reason. We just came out of a pandemic where if you got COVID, you weren't sure you were going to live. And I, listen, I got three young adults who are trying to make it in the world. So I'm right there. I came from a situation where I know what it's like to literally be hungry. So I, I, I've been on both sides of this. And what you can do is continue to save. What you can do, if you don't need to drive, don't drive. If you don't, if you can put off a project, put it off. But if you are in the position to go eat at that restaurant, even if the meal is a little bit more, go eat at that restaurant and help save a business that is still trying to limp through the, the pandemic. She almost said recession at the end, by the mm. way. She said still trying to live through the, re- hey, look, the pandemic. Calm down. Calm down and pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Of all people, this woman should know that telling someone to calm down <laughs> is not a not a helpful answer Hey, at all. 38% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> it's not hey, going to work. Calm down. She goes back and forth so much in there. She talks about how Americans are not suffering as much as they think they are. Most people aren't suffering as much as they think they are. Don't freak out because we're going to end up creating the problem that we're worried about. By that, she means people are going to stop spending and they're going to create the recession. And then at the end of the video, she says, but you know what? If you don't need to drive, then don't drive so you can save money on gas. If you don't need to go out, then don't go out so you can save money. What they need to do is save. But don't freak out because we're going to end up creating the problem that we actually are dealing with right now. And it's so. But if you do want to go to that restaurant, go to the restaurant. Yeah. Pay higher prices. Pay Keep that higher. business alive. Put food on the. It's, yeah. <laughs> what people who have money right now need to do, they need to stop looking at their portfolios. Don't worry about that. That's, it's Fugazi. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's fairy dust. It's not real. Don't pay attention. What they need to be doing is helping people. That way, they end up depleting all their resources, and then they're the people that need help afterwards, and there's no one left to help them anymore after that. That's another part of this ideology that basically everyone needs to average down all of their money to where we all, we're all just poor together, and the people who do... That's what Margaret Thatcher always said. The people who do have the reserves right now, you know what they need to do? They need to take their reserves and give it to other people. That's what, that's what they need to do, and then we'll all be fine. Oh, man. Okay, so to the WAPO journalist right there, that's Dumbleep number 10. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Don't you wish life came with a user manual? I've needed that a lot. Trust me, stuff goes wrong, even for myself and the other co-host here at Good Morning Liberty. Unfortunately, we don't get that user manual. You just kind of figure it out on your own. Hope you're making the best decisions. Maybe it's a career change or relationship. You could be a new parent. Pretty easy to get stuck. We don't have that user manual, but we do have better help. Therapists can help you figure out that whole stuck feeling, help you build better coping skills and work through those tough decisions. I have done therapy before. Some of the best things I've done in my life, some of the best changes that I've made were because I was talking 
to a therapist. It was not easy when I did it. It was actually pretty tough. I didn't know how it was going to work out, but I am really glad that I did it. It's not about a therapist making decisions for you. It's about becoming a healthy version of yourself so you can make the best decisions on your own. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, plus it's affordable. Just fill out the brief questionnaire, the match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. Couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash GML. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash GML. Don't believe number 11. There is a there is an article in the show notes with yeah, this. Yeah, I got this. Okay. Why restrict child porn... <laughs> But not guns. Same thing. Perfect. I mean, perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. This is from everygoddamnday.com. <laughs> Neil Not my Neil website. Steinberg. Okay. Everygoddamnday.com. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. A little bit. God bless free speech, he says. It's what allows columnists or anybody else to write whatever we want without fear of, of the government. Without fear... The government is going to haul us off to jail. In Russia, you can go to prison for calling their war against Ukraine a war. In China, you get sent to a camp for adhering to certain religions. Of course, we want to be like China. There are, of course, exceptions. Free speech doesn't permit you to shout fire in a crowded theater. That's not true, by the way. I just yeah. wanted to point that out. I didn't just grab the example by accident. This happened. Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes upheld a conviction. Back then, he wrote, the most stringent protection of free speech would not protect a man in falsely shouting fire in a theater and causing a panic. The question in every case is whether the words create a clear and present danger that Congress has a right to prevent. Now that, by the way, was not a case about a man who shouted fire in a crowded theater. It's an analogy that was just inside an, the opinion. That was an analogy that he just made off the cuff, and actually he did more towards free speech rights after this, because from what I read, he felt bad about the decision in this case. Yeah. Well, it's like a threat, though. <clears throat> I, can't, I can't threaten you with free speech. Yeah, but you can you can yell fire in a crowded theater, and you're not gonna, there's not going to be like a law that said, oh, he yelled a fire in a crowded theater, there's going to be other laws that could catch you yes. afterwards if something ensues. If you caused the mm-hmm. panic and there ended up being injury. If you yelled bomb in a hotel lobby, you mm-hmm. could have someone saying falsely reporting a, a bomb threat. Actually, in the Dominican Republic, I forgot to tell you this, on our way back, there was a sign that said untimely comments about aircraft hijacking bombs or anything else like that in the airport would result in justice so they just want their comedians to be on time they just that's really it. they wanted you <laughs> to make comments about airplane hijacking in a timely fashion <laughs> okay i got you <laughs> not untimely they didn't yeah. want it to be untimely you gotta have good delivery <laughs> all right a half century later the supreme court decided we are a great enough nation that our freedoms extend even to resisting a war we are currently fighting and schneck was dialed back that was the case they were talking about mm-hmm. before him Now, to be illegal, speech usually must be libelous or promote imminent lawless action. You are not free to deliver a speech urging your neighbors to kill someone or urging the storming of the Capitol on Jan 6. (laughs) If someone were to have ever done that, then they're not able to do it. Nor can you own child pornography, and it's important to understand why. (laughs) Child pornography is among the most restricted material in our society. 
You don't have to produce it or sell it to commit a crime. It's a crime simply to possess it. Why does child pornography merit such a unique level of suppression? I'll give you a hint. It's called child pornography. Riveting. This guy, riveting author here. This guy had he had this thought pop in his head, and he decided he was going to write about it, but he never figured out like what it meant at Just all. Just wrote words. Yeah. Now. Children cannot consent to sexual acts with adults and are severely damaged by being forced to do so. Child pornography hurts children, so we fight it with all the legal might in our nation can bring to bear, even if it infringes on fundamental rights. <laughs> so gun control. <laughs> Because of this, gun control yes. makes perfect sense. Connect the dots. That's exactly what you got right there, for sure. Oh, that's dumb believe number 11. If, okay. I don't think we need to say anything else about that. No. Let it speak for itself. Oh, by the way, the guy who wrote this, he tried to make a point in 2016 about how easy it was for the Parkland shooter to get their gun. And so he went to a gun store to get a gun to make a point so he could write an article about it. He was restricted from buying a gun after his background check went through and he wasn't able to buy it. Oh. <laughs> the author who wrote that. I thought that was a pretty funny side note. That is funny. On this one. Okay, let's go on. Number four. <laughs> this is from Mayday Mindy. She tweets. Oh, this one's great. This is so good. Hashtag Roe v. Wade, by the way. My heart goes out to all the unborn children that Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, Neil Gorsuch, Samuel Alito, Claris Thomas, and John Roberts are going to save just so they can be massacred in elementary school with AR-15s. It's better <laughs> that we kill them. All of them. Before they even have a chance. Yeah, because they have a very high chance of getting massacred in the school. To die in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Perfect logic. Her heart is really bleeding for these kids. It goes out to them. Very sad. Mm -hmm. Very, very sad stuff that they will live to certainly meet their untimely and tragic death at a school. Well, it's much um, more sad for everyone else yeah. Nate, when you die by an AR-15 in a school. That's yeah. That's way. That's way worse. Mm -hmm. That's a lot worse. If we get rid of them before they're even born, we won't have to deal with it. And doesn't that kind? Of, don't yeah. you kind of think that that's a little bit of the logic that yeah. you see from the left? I mean, deep down, much it's just like, better that we weren't here. Much if she jumped off a building and unalived herself, she probably wouldn't have to go through the pain of losing her dad. <laughs> yeah, or anything like that. That's I mean, true. You can stop it right now. My heart goes out to her that she's still alive <laughs> <laughs> to feel the terrible feelings that come with life. And look, I'm not making fun of kids dying. Obviously, it's, a, it's heartbreaking. But the chance of, of a kid dying in a school by an AR-15 is basically like getting struck by lightning. It's they're, about that. They're about the same. And what's the chance of a kid dying during an abortion? Usually 100%. It's a, almost 100. Yeah. Almost 100%. And you know what she's also saying? Their heart goes out to all these kids who are just going to get massacred. What she's way, also I think this decision comes out today. What she's also saying is her heart also goes out to all the kids that are currently alive. Mm -hmm. Those but poor kids. They didn't have the opportunity to be murdered. They should have just been killed. Because the now they're clearly just going to get killed by an AR-15 mm -hmm. in a school. Okay, that was dumb bleep number, what was that, number four? Yeah, number four.
I hope you enjoyed this recap episode. Once again, you can vote on these to get to a dumb leap of the year by going to joingml.com. It's $6 per month. There's a bunch of really fun people in the group. We have tons of different channels uh, pertaining to different subjects. You can post news. We have a dumb bleep channel. We got a meme channel. We got stuff where people just talk about stuff that's off topic. And then, of course, you get to watch for all of our live episodes throughout the week. So that's joingmail.com. That's where you listen. And if you're not going to do that, you might as well make sure you're here for Dumb Bleep of the Year, which is going to be on December 30th. Thank you.